there are these two young fish swimming along and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way who nods at them and says, Morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, What the hell is water? I'm Don Hall and this is the Peculiar Journeys Podcast. Peculiar Journeys is a weekly storytelling podcast designed to see the water that surrounds us. Welcome to the final podcast of Season 4, Peculiar Journeys, Millennium Park Stories. This is Episode 56, and uh, today I'm just going to... I've got two more ushers that I that, that couldn't be more diametrically opposed in, in temperament, but both amazing uh, ushers. I've got Tanya McMorris, who was recommended to me before I came in, a returning usher, recommended as one of the go-to ushers, and sure enough, she absolutely was one of the go-to ushers. She was consistent, she was funny, she was good-natured, she was hard-working, she, was, uh, she really was like a right arm uh, in this situation. I really enjoyed working with her a lot. And the other is Peggy Martino. Peggy was a new usher. She's ushered for Broadway in Chicago and a couple of other places around town. She's also a tour guide in Chicago. And she really, really wanted to uh, try this out. Peggy was a handful. But uh, I, I loved working with her, and it was all that kind of stuff. So without any further ado, here is Peggy Martino and Tanya McMorris. So what I learned there is some people will appreciate and value what you bring to the party. Others will not. Being here all summer long, I'm looking at Don eyeball to eyeball. Thank you personally for that because it's been a pleasure to work for you. And it's just... Um, it, it's not work when you know what I mean and you never know who's watching you wherever so that was my highlight on the negative yes another company that I work for uh, came in gangbusters ballbusters and you know who I'm talking about and just it was exhausting because some people have an inflated sense of their own power and ego and like to throw that around and um, it has made me rethink a lot of things going forward so it just made it a difficult night I'm not into people who feel entitled in any respect whether they have too much or too little we all we all should respect and enjoy each other so anyway um, that was a long night and by the end and uh, along those lines with the jazz festival I was peopled out. I have three jobs where I work with masses of people, and normally that's life-giving for me. But um, you know, but this was a fun job. It was my summer under the sun, under yeah. the stars. Uh, I love the variety of the music. I like the variety of positions. I liked getting to know some of the patrons here, who I've seen now on a regular basis. And um, yeah, it was good. Just it really. Weirdest, what is the absolute weirdest thing that happened to you this summer in the park? Like the thing you like. The evacuation. I mean, is that what you mean? Oh, I yeah. mean, That's, tell that story. That was. Uh, to have really zero notice. I, I was bending down 
and I happened to hear another usher where you said evacuation. As quick as I snapped my finger, here came the rain, the lightning, and the thunder. From my perspective, I was here on the stage, it looked like Pamplona running of the bulls. People were coming this way, they were not listening to what I was saying, and with everybody going under the acoustical pedals, the metal pedals, um, not a good spot to be for lightning and thunder. So after trying to get them out from there, get them in the tunnel, when nobody was going in the tunnel, and I was sending people up the steps to get out of the park, I thought, oh, I'm not gonna stand here like a fool in the thunder and the lightning, because you couldn't get in the tunnel. And you couldn't, so I joined them in the tent, all was well. There were um, two people there, a security person, and then a man who the three of us, and especially these two guys, they were fantastic. They were very calm. They were telling people where to go. And when I said to the one guy, who are you? I thanked him. So I said to the one man, I said, thank you. You know, I says, when everything had settled down after what seemed like forever. And I said, who are you? You know, and he says, I've been trained to work in emergency situations. He just happened to be here. So he was a huge asset, as was another security person, and um, me, and you know, it was just, it was strange, but I learned a couple things. Number one, you can handle what you think you can't handle, number one. Um, people don't listen, because they, they just do what they want to do. So it's like, all right, you're on your own then. You know what I mean? Everybody was safe, and you, I still remember you saying, we don't leave any men behind when you came and rescued me from the tent. So um, it was good. It was just, it, I wouldn't want to go through it again, but um, it was good. All right, and so. as I, you know, so it's been so. an interesting summer. Um, I think the weirdest thing happening in the park this summer was that someone asking about the bean and calling it a peanut, um, which is very unusual. Uh, usually it's called everything else, but never I've never heard it called a peanut before. And what'd you do? Um, I kind of stared. <laughs> and I said, do you mean the bean? And they said, oh yeah, I guess. And I said, well, it's to your left. <laughs> I don't deal well with cranky old people. <laughs> So I'd rather have removed myself from the situation and not cause a scene and ask, could I be moved to somewhere else? So give me an example of like some of the cranky old people you had to deal with. Um, people who sit in free seats and didn't pay for anything. They didn't want to walk around to sit in free seating areas, so they felt entitled and privileged to sit in the ticketed seated area. So when you tell them to walk around, they got mad. So I'd rather remove myself from that. So you have a specific person that stands Oh out. my God, a specific person. I think one woman who got terribly upset and said, this is not fair. I've been coming here a long time. I should come through this way. Because she did not want to walk around to sit in a free seating area. She feels that she can go where people have tickets to go in the ticketing area. So she went to cause a scene. And I think about like eight, eight to five, ten people had to track down you and say, this is not right. Yeah. So anything else, anything else that's just like, that was just like, this is the story. Like when you're sitting at the bar uh -huh. and you're talking to people that don't usher. Yes. Do not usher in the park. Yes. What's the story you tell them to give them an example of what it's like 
to do what you do. Like, I, that one time this thing happened, oh my God, I gotta tell you this story. I think a, a good story is, is that when about 10 people were so upset that sitting in the free seating area, and our house manager, our other house manager, got harassed and swarmed by bees by these people, and he said, well, enjoy the free concert, and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best think, way of people responding. don't read. I, I think that can be a little frustrating sometimes because you have two separate program books. So we have our Chicago Towns event and then you can have the jazz book and someone will say, so are they the same book? <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself like, I can be really sarcastic right about now or I can be really helpful and say no. But I, read, I go on the sarcastic route a lot. So I just say, well, what do you think? And they said, oh, well, it does say something different than you say. Well, there you go. That's your answer. Um, I've always been taught you should share what you know. Um, so there's no point of holding information because someone shared information with me on being able to do whatever it is. So my goal is to make sure I have your back um, because you never know what might happen. You know, there's a bunch of crazy people out here, so you want to make sure that everyone's like in a safe space. Give me an example of a crazy person you saw out here this summer. Um, well, there was one particular gentleman that was kind of bothering a lot of the patrons in our apron area. So he was kind of jumping up at different times. And I was, I, I can't remember what Usher was in that area, so I was just telling him, be careful because he will just jump up and like, scaring people behind him and scaring people next to him. So I think it's my duty if I see something, it's like if you see something, say something type of thing. Um, so I just believe in going for it. If I see it uh, during the Jazz Fest, she was working the press pit. Um, she was supposed to be making sure that everyone had a wristband. She was so engaged in the conversation um, that she didn't see a couple people sneak into the press period area. So I said, Peggy, make sure those individuals supposed to be there or have a wristband. She wasn't paying attention. Uh, so she turned around and said, would you calling me on the radio? And I said, yes. So she walked over there and said, well, you didn't give me a chance to check to make sure that they were supposed to be there. I said, yeah, I did. They were there for a long time before you chatted around. So I gave you a heads up about it. Oh, well, just let me do my job. I said, fine, you got sure if we got the same color shirt on. <laughs> and we have the name of the event that we're working. Um, another good thing is reading is fundamental. <laughs> Please do it. Please be proactive. Don't be lazy and expect someone to tell you. If you read it, you'll know what's happening. That was Peggy and Tanya. I hope you enjoyed what they had to say. Unless something goes sideways in the plan, I won't be returning next summer for another round of the big bowl of humanity that I now know as The Park. I will be in Las Vegas, sweating my nuts off and doing other things. But as a final goodbye to the city I've called home for nearly 30 years, managing the park has been a perfect final snapshot of everything I love and despise about the city of Chicago, but mostly love. Um, I have some ideas about season five, so stay tuned. And, uh, stay tuned to the Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash peculiar journeys. I'm going to have some updates on some things. Um, I'm thinking that maybe the stories are going to be fictional, but that's what I, I wanted to thank all of my ushers who relented to be on this season, and thank you so very much for listening.
Peculiar Journeys is a weekly storytelling podcast produced, voiced, and edited by myself in my apartment above a bar in Wicker Park, Chicago. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or catch it on SoundCloud or download it from DonHallChicago.com. You can assist Peculiar Journeys financially, if you can, by becoming a VIP patron on www.patreon.com slash peculiar journeys. Thank you.